Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, parents. My name is Tim Wright. I am the co-host of the Wonder of Parenting podcast, which you are listening to right now, a brain science approach to parenting, along with my good friend, Dr. Michael Gurian. And uh, today, Michael, we are tackling another question from one of our listeners. And uh, this question, uh, again, has to do with boys. And we've said this the last few podcasts, that we've had a number of questions about boys and uh, Michael, I know that you and, 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 of course, the two of us together have really made boys a a passion uh, for us because they're so underserved. But uh, I know you've said over and over again that we are seeing some things in the lives of our boys right now that we need to really be concerned about. Yeah, our our boys are struggling in ways right now that I don't think they've ever struggled before in human history. I mean, there's just a perfect storm of things going on that uh, that we need to pay attention to. And I think all these parents who are writing us with help, asking for help about boys, you know, this is, this is showing just how much um, difficulty boys are having in today's world. So what we're going to do with this question today, as we do with all of our questions, is we'll start with the specific question and then certainly broaden it out, which Michael always does. And even though it's, it's specific to a boy, uh, Michael just does a great job of helping us translate that to boys and girls. Uh, this listener did what all of our listeners have done when they've submitted questions. She went to wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com. And on that webpage is a place to submit questions. And we encourage you to do that if you've got one. Uh, also a place to connect with our sponsor, the Center of Place of Hope up in the Seattle area. Dr. Greg Jantz believes in you as parents and believes in this show. And so because of their sponsorship, we're able to bring this to you week after week without charge. And we sure appreciate that and hope that you'll check them out. Uh, check out the resources that Michael's created, some that I've created, and uh, and encourage you as well at some point to head on over to Facebook and look for Wonder of Parenting and join that group there. Uh, so this question uh, comes from one of our listeners, and uh, she says, I have just finished... Uh, your book, Michael, The Mind of Boys, What a Revelation. Uh, she says, My third grader has very mild Asperger's without cognitive delays and possesses intellectual giftedness, and he's doing great. My sixth grader, however, is struggling with motivation. I took him out of school because he never completed his work and was perfectly content underachieving. He reads everything he can get his hands on, loves cops and robbers, likes the social aspect of sports, but not the actual physicality or pushing through pain. He is interested in receiving peer recognition, but is not interested in pleasing his parents. In that sense, he does not display typical sensitivity as he seems to do everything to achieve his own goals and preferences without worrying about our expectations. When he was in school, his teachers enjoyed his bubbly personality, but it always commented on his penchant towards underachievement. He never exhibited defiant behavior at school or at church. At home, he doesn't outright refuse to do his work, but he does not prioritize it unless it fits his own agenda. 
Even then, he cannot motivate himself sufficiently, even if it means not gaining privileges. At this point, we homeschool almost seven days per week because he moves so slowly. We are taking piano breaks, outdoor cops and robbers, tag breaks, drinking water, eating well, and taking fish oil and vitamins. <laughs> uh, I'm at my wit's end. What else can I do? So, Michael, with that information, and it's good information, but it's not everything, but with that information, what were your initial thoughts when you were reading through that email? Yeah, I. I it's, a very, it's very interesting, and, and I hope this family knows they are not alone. I mean, there are so many families that are facing this. Um, with sort of early adolescent, uh, unmade of under, under motivated boys. So you are not alone family. Um, a few things hit me. One is the, she said they had finished reading the minds of boys. That's about 15 years old. Uh, it's a very good book, I think, but it's 15 years old. They might want to get saving our sons, which has even more recent research that will, that can help in this area. One of the things that um, I think might be happening with him, and that happens with a lot of these guys, is that their testosterone level is actually a little bit low. And, you know, testosterone's a motivation chemical, and uh, it's possible his testosterone level is low. That might be interesting to check, um, just to see, because he's going to be 11, 12 now, if he's in sixth grade, somewhere in that range. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he's hitting puberty and what's happening with his testosterone. So that's kind of a medical thing, biochemical thing. The fact that he uh, doesn't, uh, well, to cut to the chase, another thing I'm wondering is if it's time to put him back in school, because if he doesn't want to please his parents and his parents are his teachers, it may be hard to get him motivated to do what they want him to do in a homeschool environment. Um, uh, there, I, I don't, probably it's mom homeschooling him, I'm going to guess. It just kind of population-wise, it's usually mom. And um, he may need, like in middle school, he might be able to get some male teachers. Uh, there might be a way in which, in which school would, you know, the other kids would kind of force him to motivate. And there also might be more competition there in a school environment. Because I think, and that's number three, I think we need to find competition for him, some way in which... Uh, education becomes competition, like use more game theory in teaching him um, uh, to help with motivation. And then the fourth thing I would say is if, if this has gone on a long, long time uh, and, and now he's in sixth grade, I would, uh, I would go see someone to see if they can look at what is going on biochemically for him or, or you know, what is going on and whether there's something else going on in him, uh, whether there has been trauma or whether, you know, that there's some other reason uh, for this under-motivation. Um, I think that's something to to think about, to see does he, again, if this has been gone on for three, four, five years, to see if, if the, he needs a diagnosis, you know, um, if there's some sort of brain thing going on for him. Uh, those are the first things that hit me. Now, that's fascinating to me. Um, because we have talked before uh, on other podcasts that uh, right now uh, young males tend to have less testosterone than yeah. uh, we did a generation ago, yeah. uh, and and that that can be under-motivating, can also lead to depression, which she's not indicated in any of that at all. Um, so so l let's play that scenario out for just a moment. Uh, how do you diagnose that? And number two, in a boy that age, what do you do about it? Well, they're going to 
they'll be able to take his spit, you know. It won't be hard to figure out what his testosterone level is. And they want to do it a few times to figure out what his baseline is. So, you know, maybe he'll go in um, to the doctor on um, Friday and then, you know, another Friday and then another Friday or Friday and a Wednesday and a Thursday, you know, just to to do it more than once, to give the Mm -hmm. spit more than once. And and maybe that uh, professional will do it via blood. That would be, you'd get a number of, of times, and then you'd say, okay, it looks like this is his baseline. And, you know, the interesting thing is that a lot of, like very few people talk about this in med school. Um, it's, it's sort of an unknown. And so they may have to find someone, a counselor who knows a lot about boys, you know, who knows what are the assets in their community, who would check this stuff. Because a lot of, even MDs and so on, they don't get training in it, and so they don't even know that, that male testosterone level is lower. Mm-hmm. And they may not see it as connected to motivation. You know, they will tend to say, well, there's, all of us tend to say, look, there's something, you know, is there something going on in the family? Was he traumatized? Why is he undermotivated? Is is all the schoolwork boring to him? You know, if so, how, how do we change that? Uh, and all of those are things that are valid to talk about. But if his testosterone level is really low, then changing those things won't have too much of an effect Mm. Uh, more competition so in terms of what to do more competition you know raises testosterone so Mm. that that helps your body to try to produce more of it Um, uh, but also at this age his pediatrician or a doctor might say it's okay for him to get a little bit of a testosterone patch Uh, i wouldn't want to get involved in that i'm not medical and right you know he's 11 12 it might be too early but but um uh you know a professional would know that a doctor would know that uh, if but if it's, if they find out his testosterone levels low, then I, I think that's going to be a, a lot of what this is about. Now, if they find out it's not, if they go, oh, the doctor, you know, they do these tests and say, nope, normal testosterone. Then then now we're into strategies. We're into maybe he should go back to school in a school that's competitive. Definitely, I'd like to see him get more competition. Um, I would love to see if he's getting a lot of competition through video games. And so, you know, that gets his testosterone level up. And so, therefore, he really doesn't have, he's not motivated to do other things. So, you know, I would definitely ask this parent what's happening with screen time and video games for him. All right. So, that, so I want to pause you there for a moment because that's, yep. that's kind of interesting. On the one hand, he could have not enough testosterone, which could uh, have motivation problems. But you're also saying if he's getting too much competition on video games that sometimes what that can do then is make everything else seem boring is that kind of what you're saying yeah the video games kind of fool the brain yeah the the brain thinks it's it's doing well it thinks it's motivated because you know when you play a video game of course you have to be motivated to succeed You're, you're playing that game um and and then when you accomplish things in a video game it does trigger the same dopamine that uh gets triggered when you do something else that is is something of accomplishment like getting an A uh, on a test that triggers dopamine. That's a reward, it gives you a reward sensation. But the video game is giving you that reward sensation, you know, all the time. And so, uh, like, if this guy's playing video games, let's let's say on school nights. I know they're doing seven days a week, but let's just pick Monday through Friday. If he's playing video games and he's playing an hour of video games at some point Monday through Friday, he's getting an hour of this motivation and an hour of that dopamine. 
And then if he's got other screen time, he's on YouTube, he's laughing off that, you know, he's, right, he's doing all these other things that give him that dopamine. Uh, he's getting it already. So he's not going to be, he may not be as motivated to do these other things, which we all know he needs to do to succeed in the world, but he's already got the dopamine hits. So some of what motivation is, is we want the dopamine. Our brain wants it. So we are motivated to do the things that give us those hits of dopamine. And, um, and in his case, if he's involved in screens uh, or, or a lot of video games, he, he, for his brain, he may be getting it already. So yeah, yeah, I would, I, I don't know. She doesn't mention that at all here, but I would definitely look at how much time he's spending in front of screens. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are there, are there certain foods that uh, can enhance testosterone or vitamins. Uh, she mentioned he's taking some vitamins, and, and again, you're not a, you know, you're not a holistic doctor, so on right. and so forth. But from what you know, are there some things that he can eat or shouldn't eat that can also cause some of these issues? Yeah. Uh, what I know is, first of all, she's doing a lot of really good things. Like she's yep. she's taking these breaks. She's getting piano music involved. She's um, having him drink a lot of water. It's, that's so important for guys for learning. Eating well, so I assume that means n- not a lot of junk food. Right. Because for a kid like this, uh, junk food, which is high fat, you know, that kind of stuff, not good. He's going to really need more protein. Um and then she's taking fish oil, so I think she's doing that for the omega-3s, which are really good. That's, that's generally a really good thing. And then they must have isolated some vitamins. Someone must have helped them to figure out what are good for him, like maybe it's vitamin D, which can help um, somewhat with motivation. So I'm guessing that's the realm that she's in and that she's doing, you know, that she's doing those things. Um, if, if, if he is eating junk food and he is eating a high-fat diet, I would add that. To, to just watch out, don't do that stuff. Because we, we don't want him lethargic. And that, star, that stuff creates more lethargy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think she's doing the right things there. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed to get us back to the testosterone discussion, and then we'll move on, uh, is that, uh, and you're right, it doesn't seem like uh, the medical profession uh, focuses a lot on that. And, and here in Phoenix, anyway, we have a number of different um, clinics that now deal specifically with men and testosterone. Um, and uh, my, my doctor, for example, when he does blood tests on me, never does anything around the issue of testosterone. But when I go see my naturopath, she does a whole battery of tests, including 
testosterone just to make sure that all of those levels are the same. And um, so they may have to hunt a little bit to find somebody who can help them really determine what's going on with their son in terms of his biochemical makeup and testosterone. So, you know, this is a time to, to also look at fathers and, and other men, um, grandfathers, uncles, uh, coaches, um, uh, uh, fathers. You know, he's, he's between 11 and 13, so he's an early adolescent. And uh, if he's had this motivational issue for a while, um, he, as an adolescent male, I think it is important as part of what men can do for boys is to help motivate them. And it may be that if the father has to use more authority, you know, and say, okay, you have to do this. You're not allowed to play video games anymore. You need to do this, right? Or, or something like that, however that's set up. Um, it may be that the, the, the son needs to be apprenticed now in some way t- to grandfather, to uncle, to others. And by apprenticed, I mean that they're doing something that a, a hobby or, or some practice or some skill that they pass on to him now and so instead of doing screens or something he spends you know two hours building um a a boat with his grandfather right i mean it could really be anything or working on the farm or or something um this is the age to get the kid away from uh things that are not motivating and things that don't build skill in him for the future and to get him involved to a great extent via men in uh, these other things. And the more he's involved with men, I think there'll be more game theory involved. I mean, I think they'll be competing with him. They'll be uh, helping him to compete, which of course can just increase his motivation. Competition is a great motivator for guys. Um, So I guess the the other thing I would say is this about getting more men involved. So let's let's see what happens if now some men take this guy under their wing. And I think of, you know, the rite of passage program that you and I created together for this age, exactly for this age, that Mm -hmm. men do with these boys, um, uh, which, of course, is on wonderofparenting.com. People can find it. Uh, Those men could get that and do other things like that to take this guy under their wing. Now, uh, when I read this, of course, you're, you you have this is your area of expertise. When I read this, one of the things that stood out to me was this is a boy, even though he's undermotivated, will read anything he can get his hands on. So he's obviously smart. He's obviously bright. Um, could there be part of the equation for him is he's just bored because he's not being challenged enough? Right, and that's that's what I meant about maybe it's time to get him in school again. Okay. Uh, it didn't work before, right? She's saying right. they took him out of school before. But maybe now at at 12-ish, maybe, yeah, he ought to be back in school because maybe the way it's being done through homeschool is boring him. So, yes, I think that's something to think about. Uh, could it be that he's that, that he's intellectually so smart that school just itself he he needs he needs some advanced work um you know not not every really smart kid ends up in the honors class right they're just some really smart kids who sort of because they're they're bored uh and they're not challenged enough with the curriculum and they're they're beyond maybe where their other students are they they don't show up by working harder they show up by working less is that possible for him well it is but what she described you know, she just didn't describe her this son, this son, the twelve-year-old, as yep. as the you know the gifted son, yep. right? She, he hasn't been tested for giftedness. Let's say um, he what she was saying was just all the way through. 
He's just been underachieving, yeah, or, or under-motivated, underachieving. So, yeah, that's very possible that he's so gifted that all of this education is boring to him. But she didn't present him that way, right? And so that's why I I am thinking that uh, he probably is gifted in some areas, like reading. Obviously, just loves that. Um, and I'm thinking it's probably more more than just that he's bored by schoolwork. Mm-hmm. So that's probably an element. But I'm yep. thinking there's more. Well, it does sound like um, he he does have some areas where he seems to motivate himself, like reading, uh, his love of cops and robbers, um, and sort of wants to do things on his own terms. So he, he seems to be quite an independent kid. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the cops and robbers. Yeah, I agree with you. And the cops and robbers was interesting. I mean, it was so it would be so great if someone in that family system or extended family system or church or somewhere, some guy, um, was a cop or yeah. was involved in criminal justice. Because th- let's get him apprenticed to that guy a bit. Let's get that guy to become sort of his big brother, you know, yeah. quote unquote. And and to since he's into that, uh, one of the things about under under motivated boys is they. They actually are interested in something like a passion area, or mm-hmm. it's a, we call it a passion area, or an island of competence, you know, something like that. That they're they are actually really good at, and they are very interested in, and they probably will follow that into their adult lives. That will probably be how they make their living in some way that we can't see now, but it'll somehow connect to that. And if we can figure what that out, figure what that is now, figure it out now, and get this guy connected to people in that world, then, you know, that can help because in that world, he's probably going to be motivated Hmm. Um, because there's a gray matter area in his brain, right? There's this gray matter is happens in splotches in the brain. And there's this splotch in his brain that is really great for him. He'll do anything in that splotch, you know? And if that splotch is cops and robbers, uh, uh, then let's find a policeman or something for him. Yeah. Not a robber. But a, a probably not the robber. We're not going in that direction, no. <laughs> but well, someone that, in criminal justice, even a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, something in that world, maybe, yeah. maybe that would help. Yeah, that's fascinating. So, so to, to kind of summarize, one would be uh, a, a low testosterone could be under motivating him, mm-hmm. and parents will want to do what they can to try to check that out. And if that's the case, to yeah, at least rule it. that out. Yep, yep. And then. Um, to, to perhaps look at the possibility of uh, maybe transitioning back into school. Would you recommend a boys' school for this boy uh, I would. to start? If it exists there, I, I really like boys' schools. I think that they do great with this kind of guy. Um, uh, so, uh, yes, it uh, doesn't mean a co-ed school wouldn't be good, too. But, yeah, since you bring it up, 
I, I think some people send their, their guys to boys' schools because those guys are all going to motivate each other. They form a kind of male community that motivates each other. Right. And then um, surround him with some men right now. Uh, do a rite of passage through the church or have dad and grandpa take him through a rite of passage. Uh, get him connected maybe to some, some guys who share his passion for cops uh, and bad guys and robbers. And, um, and really what you've just described for this particular boy is pretty much your whole theory anyway. Whether it's a boy or girl, when they're challenged in a particular area, let's try to find out if there's a, a biochemical reason for that, something in the genes and the nature. Um, find good communities to support them and then surround them with um, people who can speak to their passions and draw them out uh, to be good people. So mm-hmm. it's kind of the Gurian model. Yeah, it, it is. You're absolutely right. And 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 look at you know two big things that I'm always begging people to look at, which is the food, what comes into this mm-hmm. kid's body. You know, get away from fats and fast foods and all that stuff, which I think they have. And then the screens, because uh, that yeah. that can affect the brain. How much screen time? How much video games, etc. Have to pro- and and maybe they may not even realize it. But maybe at this age, maybe he's going on the internet a lot more, uh, internet a lot more than they realize. You know, etc. And really curtail that to get him toward other things so that you're right that is kind of the basic theory got it well thank you michael this was such a great question again uh the the nuance of this young boy who uh you know has certain areas of motivation but others where he's not it's really the story of a lot of our boys Mm -hmm. today and some of our girls as well and so hopefully your insights have been helpful for parents today as they always are and we we do appreciate everybody listening and sending in your questions and referring us out to your friends and um, please stop by wonderparenting.com and uh, check us out on facebook join the group there and get into the discussions as well michael look forward to doing with uh, this with you again next time around Absolutely. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everyone.